name is Erica Stein. And I'm Allie French. And this is a podcast about individual journeys within wellness and how to navigate it all. After Allie experienced a cancer diagnosis in her 20s, and Erica went through a self-love journey, we created a platform to interview real people from all walks of life that have combined all types of practices. From physical wellness to emotional and spiritual, we hear courageous stories and focus on why it's important to share them. We are both certified integrative nutrition health coaches and together with our community are learning to live our most purposeful lives by sharing one courageous story at a time. It takes courage to share these journeys and by talking about them, we aim to destigmatize the process. We want you to be your own health advocate, feel educated and informed on the latest in health and wellness and empower you to feel your absolute best. And because we want to bring forth a wide variety of stories, the opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect our own, but we hope the diverse and varied stories will empower you to make the best choices for your own life. So join us as we and our community share our courageous wellness. Hi guys, before we get to today's episode, we want to share how excited we are to offer our community 20% off their first order at Sakara with code XO Courageous. We have been big fans of the company for years, and the Sakara Life Organic Meal Delivery Program is based on a whole food, plant-rich diet that includes fresh, nutrient-dense, and delicious ingredients. It's perfect for those weeks you need a refresh or don't have time to meal prep. They also have a clean boutique, which offers delicious food forward bars, snacks, beauty water drops, and my personal favorite metabolism super powder, which works to fire up your metabolism, stabilize blood sugar, eliminate bloat and decrease puffiness. The naturally rich low sugar, dark chocolate flavor is perfect for smoothies or simply mixed with coffee and nut milk. I also regularly use the Sakar cookbook full of plant-rich recipes, which you can purchase on their website. Click the link in our show notes to visit sakara.com and use code XO courageous for 20% off your first order. We know you will love it as much as we do now onto the episode. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to courageous wellness. Erica and I are in person with each other today. Yes, we are. So we're sharing a mic a little bit back and forth. I was a bad podcaster who did not bring her mic today, but we're working on some fun in-person projects. And yeah, we have a great episode today with Elle. You're going to love it. But before we get into it, we're going to do our weekly updates as we always do. I can start. (laughs) Um, So my updates are actually all about little Layla, my puppy. Um, It's just so interesting. I feel like I haven't done a dog update in a moment, but Layla is one now, our little King Charles Cavalier, and I love her so much. But, you know, I don't have human children yet, and she's really teaching me, I feel like, a taste of motherhood beyond just the fact that when you get into a routine and think you got things things change, right? Like she'll get like a little stomach thing and then be up all night again, or, you know, your sleep schedule changes. But I think one of the cutest things I realized recently is, you know, Layla is an Aries like Allie, and she has a lot of energy and she is definitely the alpha. She thinks she's the alpha of my husband and I, she is, you know, um, Cavaliers are actually not supposed to be barking breeds. She barks at us to talk to us all the time. She like has the cutest sounds. She's always talking to us, always bossing us around all this energy. And my parents have a dog and she just like jumps all over her and plays with her and she loves all dogs and people. But as I've started to notice, like as we take her out and like she goes to parks with us or she goes to lunch with us or she, she is so timid around other people in the cutest way. Like she loves people. She loves dogs. But whereas like with us, she like bosses us around or with my parents' dog, she bosses um, her around with other dogs. She's just like, come give me love. I'll follow you. You're my alpha. Like she's so sweet. And um, but it's just interesting. Sorry. What it's made me realize is it's like she has a different outside personality than inside personality. And I know kids are like that, right? Like they're different with you 
than they are like maybe at school or in other places. And it just makes me love her so much more. Like she's her own little entity. And it's just this little taste of parenthood. And I'm so proud of her. And she's such a good little dog. And yeah, I just love her. And that's my update. <laughs> I love it. Little Layla. Yeah. I mean, pet babies for babies can be very, very, um, I think influential in our lives. Um, what is my update? Well, you know, I, I think I shared on our last episode, I was going to my college reunion. That was really fun. It's lovely to connect with people that I got to see some good friends who are still good friends, but it's lovely to connect with friends that you haven't seen in maybe 15 years or 10 years, like where you still have that kind of like bond, but maybe you're not in each other's lives on any sort of regular basis, but that's okay. And that was really sweet. And, um, yeah. And oh my gosh, my old friend and I, we reconnected. I don't think I've seen her in maybe I saw her five years ago at a reunion, but like haven't talked to her in that long at least. And we were dancing and um, we were dancing with the class of 2018. Wow. Yeah. We're the class of 2008. <laughs> and so we were like, hey guys, <laughs> are you the class of 18? And they're like, yeah. And we were dancing oh my gosh, like on the floor of the dance floor, like one in the morning. I was like, oh, I'm going to feel this the next day. It was totally worth it. It was really fun. They're so young and free and, but they were super sweet to us. They're like, wow, 03 and 08 really are like looking better than 13. Sorry, throwing shade on class of 13. Really funny. They were just hilarious, but it was just like, oh, it made me think like, wow, you really blink and like another 10 years goes by. Um, but it, it's cool when you get to like mingle with the different classes and there was a class there for their 50th reunion, the class of 73. It was really, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just nice, but it gives you this real sense of like how time passes and stuff. Um, and really like, how do we want to spend our time? I think that's something I kind of left feeling from that weekend. So it was fun. Um, but I'm back and I'm trying to cultivate a little bit more stillness in my life. I've been going as I do crazy, like, I travel a lot and I'm always, you know, juggling a bunch of work things, but, um, trying to like slow down a little bit, practice the art of what I call CTFO, which is chilling the fuck out. So, um, learning slowly, but surely anyway, we do have a great episode with L today. Um, Elena Brown, but she goes by L and she's be well with L makes amazing, uh, beautiful juice concoctions. But before we get into her formal intro, um, we just want to remind everybody that this episode is brought to you by Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey, you can use um, our discount at their spa locations, 20% off with code CW Podcast. They're in Los Angeles, Chicago, all over Texas. And do you want to share about the boutique? Yeah, absolutely. So you can save 20% with CW Podcast at their online boutique. They carry the Hyper Clean Milk and Honey brand. They carry Osea Malibu, Supergoop, so many good brands over there. And you can check it out. We love them. Yes. So let's get to today's episode. Elle Brown is a certified health coach and herbalist. She specializes in holistic health and wellness practices to really help optimize health. Elle's popular social media page highlights many of her beautiful and healing juice creations that are both lovely to look at, but also support gut health and are anti-inflammatory. In this conversation, she shares about how she entered the world of juicing, herbs, and holistic wellness, and how impactful this work has been for her and the community around her. We love chatting with Elle, and you can follow along with all her beautiful creations over on Instagram at getwell.withelle. Enjoy the episode. Before we get to today's episode, we want to tell you a little bit about the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Erica and I are both certified integrative health coaches. I have advanced training in hormone health, and she has advanced training in gut health. And we offer health coaching and corporate coaching through the Courageous Wellness Collective. We continued our education and received certification through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. IIN has taken the lead in the health coaching industry from its inception and provides a comprehensive curriculum that combines nutrition, coaching, and business. 
We loved the program and have had many listeners ask us about continuing their education in nutrition, health coaching, or even just advancing their personal knowledge about food and nutrition. So we are very excited to be able to offer a discount to Courageous Wellness listeners to study at IIN. The program is completely accessible virtually with lectures led by health, wellness, and medical industry experts. To receive up to $2,500 off your tuition, you can use our names, Allie French or Erica Stein, at the time of enrollment to receive the tuition discount. We have also included a link in the show notes that will take you directly to IIN to learn more about their wonderful programs. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Al, Erica, and I are really happy to have you on the show and to learn a little bit about you and the work that you do. So just to get us started, can you share with our audience a little bit about yourself, your background, and how you got into the world of um, health coaching and juicing and herbs and all of your current interests? Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for having me. This is really awesome, really cool. And I love what you guys do as well. So it's an honor and a, a pleasure uh, to be here with you all. So my name is Elena. I actually go by L. Um, my page is Get Well with L. Um, and I'm just a little Southern girl that decided to throw away or not throw away, but put aside for a, a while um, all of the uh, food, the good food that I ate as a child and still did as an adult until, um, you know, in more recent years. Um, I was born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. I love it still. It still holds a very dear place in my heart. I don't live there anymore, but I try to um, visit as much as I can. And um, I actually, this whole like herbal, holistic living, juicing thing, um, came from a need. So I have a daughter who uh, she was having some issues with her skin. And so I brought her to a dermatologist and right away they prescribed her like 30 days worth of antibiotics. And I was like, absolutely not. Um, something in me was like, this doesn't feel like the right thing to do. <laughs> um, so I'm going to like try to get a second opinion um, and I was aware enough to know that antibiotics can affect your gut, like by a lot. Um, and again, at this time, I wasn't as well versed. I didn't know all the things, but you know how you have just your spidey senses go off and you're like, mm, something's not right. And so I brought her to a holistic doctor who made some changes to um, her diet and also gave her some herbal supplements to take. And within about 60 days, her skin... Um, cleared beautifully. And it was, it was the most um, incredible and non-traditional thing that I've ever <laughs> witnessed, you know, because you grow up or I grew up much differently than herbal medicine and juicing and anything gluten-free or, you know, like I knew nothing about that at that time. And so to see that happen for her, I was like, whoa, we're doing it all wrong. Like, in my opinion. So from there, we really started to, or I really started to pay attention to our diets, what we were consuming, um, and eliminating a lot of the things that cause things like inflammation and cause your skin to freak out. You know what I mean? Um, dairy is one of those things for us too. And so um, that set me off on a holistic like rabbit hole, if you will. And so I did more research and then eventually I became a certified uh, health coach and I studied some more and became a um, master herbalist. And so here and now I'm doing that for pe other people every day. Um, and as far as like social media is concerned, that really took a, a life of its own. Um, it came from a place where I was just trying to heal myself and show up, not just for other people, but show up for myself. And so I started posting things that I love that I did on a regular basis, one of which was juicing and my passion for um, healthy living. And it resonated with people. And that was all she wrote. <laughs> so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing. We were actually, um, we were just being interviewed on another podcast and we were talking about the impact of overuse of antibiotics on the gut and, and different things as well. Cause yeah, it's, it's funny when you're like, 
I was on so many antibiotics as a kid for like, I'm losing my voice today. I have a scratchy throat and I would have been put on an antibiotic, I feel like as, as a kid. So, um, yeah. even though it's, it's only cause I was like shouting, it has nothing, you know, but I just feel like you literally just got put on antibiotics. And so it's really beautiful and, and, and so fascinating, right? What we can learn through the world of herbalism and holistic wow. medicine and, and yeah, Ali and I are very interested. And, and as you mentioned, um, I'm so interested in juicing and, and your page is so beautiful and I'm curious too. So how, like you said, you started your Instagram page because it, you know, you were going through something and it really helped you show up for yourself as well as for your community. Um, but why juicing? What was it about juicing that kind of opened up new doors for you? Yeah. So a couple of things. Um, I'm not, if you saw me in person, like I'm a pretty petite person. I'm short in height <laughs> and in stature. Um, and so I never did like consume a lot, like food wise. And what I did consume wasn't always the greatest. And so as I began learning more about holistic health and nutrition, um, I realized that we don't consume nearly as many fruits and vegetables as we're supposed to on a daily basis. In fact, I think the CDC recommends something to the tune of um, two to three cups of veggies per day and one to two, one and a half to two cups of fruit per day. And so when I looked at my diet, I was like, I ain't eating that. I'm not, I am nowhere close to that. Right. And so um, I was like, okay, well, what's a way that I can get in my fruits, get in my veggies on a regular basis where I don't feel like I'm constantly eating or all the time or, and my life is just busy. Like I didn't have time to really think much about preparing, you know, fruits and vegetables and incorporating it into all of my meals. So the first thing or not the first thing, but one of the things that I saw um, as I was watching YouTube University one day um, was someone juicing. And I was like, oh, I can do that. Like, that's easy enough. I can drink my greens, right? I can make it taste okay, I'm sure. So let's try it. Um, and so I had a friend of mine who was juicing too at the time. And so I knew that it it could work. And that's what I started to do. And it was just a means for me to consume, like I said, more fruits, more veggies on the go. Cause I'm a, I'm a mom, I'm busy. I have things to do. It's like, let's go. <laughs> and so that's what kind of started me on that journey. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because, um, I think that mindset we were talking about this too recently, Erica and I, where it's like, what can we do to add, to add some things into our day to help us? And it's not always about restriction or removal sometimes yeah. like it is, but what is, what is the way that I can add something to be more supportive, um, for, for my, you know, in my nutrition journey or whatever that might be. So it's not this like restrictive mindset, but you were saying, you know, I'm trying to consume more vegetables, more fruits, more phytonutrients. Um, but what is a realistic way that I can start integrating that into my diet? And I think the way you got creative about it is a good kind of reminder that we can all get creative in our own ways that work for our lifestyle to try yes. to see where can we add something that's going to be a little bit extra supportive for our health um, and our day. And it can be as simple as that because I think sometimes, you know, the world of wellness can feel very inaccessible. Oh. It can feel very... Um, also, like there's so much noise out there that you don't really know where to start, but you know you want to do maybe one thing to start changing. Yeah. Like these little things that work that we can find that work for us it doesn't have yeah. to work for everybody else, but that work for us. Like I think your your story is kind of a, a reminder of that. Like you're like, yeah. okay, this is something that I'm drawn to. This is yeah. something that can help me add more fruits and veggies in my day. This is something yeah. that's going to work with my lifestyle. I'm yeah. going to try it. And yeah. that, I feel like that's a good model. It is. I think so too. I think you're really onto something. And one of the things I'm an advocate for is small incremental change. And you're 100% right in that if you are like 
surrounded with the health and wellness kind of realm, it is very overwhelming. It is very, um, it feels very like up here, like it's, it's doesn't seem attainable or accessible. And so I wanted to just do something again, that fit my lifestyle. It was a small incremental change, even down to like exercising. I think people get intimidated when they go in the gym. Right. And it's like, you don't have to be that girl or that guy that's like running real, real hard or, you know, like lifting the heaviest weights. It's like, get in there and stretch, get in there and like walk. You might walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes, okay? And that that's a good start. And then you go the next day and you might walk 20 minutes. And you go the next week and you're, you know, you're going at a faster pace. And so I think it's important that we really encourage people to do start, to just start somewhere and do what you can. And you'll eventually start to incorporate those things as it, because if you're doing a small incremental thing, but you're doing it over and over and over again, it becomes a habit, right? And then from forming that habit, you create another and another. And so your life just kind of starts to align once you are making those changes and going along the way. And so um, from juicing, I learn more about herbs. From herbs, I learn more about meditation. From meditation, I learn more about breath work. You know, so you are introduced to these things a little bit at a time and start to incorporate the things that feel good to you, number one, that impact your lifestyle in the, the best way. And so I am a huge advocate for just starting and yeah. starting small if you have to. Yeah, we're very aligned that way. I mean, even the way Allie and I started the podcast or, you know, our own, it's just, you just start and you go yeah. and you, you adjust and realign yeah. as you continue. And, and I think as you just mentioned, right to breath work and, yeah. and kind of this whole approach to your health. And you, you did mention, right. That juicing and the Instagram helped you with some emotional things that you were going on, some harder things that you were experiencing in your life. Um, however you're comfortable or whatever you're comfortable sharing as well. Um, can you talk maybe too about how juicing and breath work in this world of, holistic living helped you heal as well? Because I think a lot of times people get into nutrition or they're interested and they're like, well, I just don't want to feel bloated or maybe I have some goals that I want to hit, but then it becomes so much deeper than that as well. Oh man, it's so much deeper. And you know how I know, and I, I can talk to my, speak to my own experience, but I also have learned through the people I have coached that it is absolutely 100% way more impactful than just losing belly fat, right? We want to take a quick break from this episode to tell you about today's sponsor, Milk and Honey. Milk and Honey is a female founded and funded brand that began as a luxury day spa in Austin, Texas, and has since grown to include eight locations across Texas and Los Angeles, California, as well as a line of bath, body, and skincare products born from the spa. One of Milk and Honey's best-selling products is the natural deodorant, which is loved by Zoe Kravitz and was featured in her Vogue's Beauty Secrets video. I've been using the baking soda free version exclusively for over two, three years. This gentle aluminum free baking soda free deodorant was designed to nourish sensitive skin while keeping you feeling and smelling fresh all day long. It never gave me any itchy red bumps when I switched over and passed the smell test, even after an intense workout. It truly is the best and comes in two scents, lavender tea tree and lemon vanilla. In addition to clean deodorant, their online boutique also offers clean beauty products from top brands, including Osea Malibu, Virtue, Moon Juice, Kula Sun Care, Supergoop, and more. Some favorite products of mine other than the deodorant include Milk and Honey's Gel Cleanser, Supergoop Glow Screen, and SPF 40, which I now buy on their site, and Osea's Body Oil and Vegas Nerve Oil, which activates the body's relaxation response and helps regulate stress. Their spas are also lovely, and we are both big fans of their spa treatments. And we now offer discounts at both the online boutique and spa locations on all spa and med spa treatments. We are also thrilled to partner with Milk and Honey to offer a courageous wellness spa package called 
the Courageous Wellness Retreat at a discounted rate. The Courageous Wellness Retreat combines a 60-minute milk and honey signature massage, which is a Swedish massage tailored to your needs, focusing on relaxation and stress relief combined with body brushing, an exfoliating and detoxifying treatment that uses a natural bristle brush that you get to take home to stimulate your lymph and circulation while also reviving dull skin. Courageous Wellness listeners can enjoy 20% off your next order at milkandhoney.com and 20% off your first spa service at any Milk and Honey location with code CWPODCAST. Visit milkandhoneyspa.com to find a location near you. And if you want to try the Courageous Wellness Spa package offered at a special rate, use the code Courageous Wellness Retreat to redeem. This is not able to be combined with any other discount or promotion. You can also find all the information in our show notes. We are so excited to offer our listeners a new discount to one of the best probiotic supplements on the market, Seed. If you are a regular listener of the podcast, then you know that Allie and I are both very serious when it comes to the importance of gut health and building a thriving microbiome. I personally have been using seed for close to a year now and have noticed a big difference in my digestion and bloating. I am devoted to taking seed every single morning before food, and I'm really excited to share their daily symbiotic with our audience. The formulation of the daily symbiotic combines a probiotic and prebiotic is vegan and gluten-free and includes 24 clinically studied naturally occurring strains, not found in yogurt or fermented foods and beverages, and lives up to the highest standards for human and planetary health. Yes. And in addition to being a really reliable probiotic and prebiotic supplement, Seed is committed to creating science-based education for all those that partner with them through accountable advertising at Seed University. This is where we are all committed to not spreading misinformation about health on the internet. Pretty important, right? Also, I personally love their commitment to sustainability with a refill system and all recyclable or biodegradable packaging materials. Erica and I only advertise products that we use and feel are of benefit to us and by extension could be of value to our community as well. If you would like to order Seed Daily Symbiotics to incorporate into your own gut health routine, go to seed.com and use the code COURAGEOUS15 at checkout for 15% off or click on the link in our show notes. And so I do a um, what I call a dirty detox, and it's just a small group of people or whoever signs up. So they may come in and say, again, I, I just want to decrease the bloat. Like, I don't want to look bloated, right? Um, but then once they realize that, oh, my God, I had someone say, Elena, I've suffered with ADHD for quite some time as an adult, and I've had clarity of mind for the past three days, and I have not felt like this in years. Thank you. Or somebody else who says, you know what? I hadn't had a normal blood pressure reading in five years. I had a guy tell me that. Um, and someone else, you know, said I was able to deepen my relationship with my higher power because of this, because it forced me to sit still. I wasn't like over, like think about what's for dinner and what am I eating and blah, blah, blah. Like it gave more time for me to really sit and perhaps meditate and think about, okay, what is it that I really want? What are my true desires? And how can I get closer to source so that I can get those things that I really want? So the mental clarity, um, which is what I gained when I started this whole journey that I I did not even realize was possible through it, um, is something really, really huge. And I think living in a world where we're consuming, like taking in so much information at a time, there's Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest and all these social media platforms and so much information coming to us at one time. And I think there's something really grounding about slowing down, right? Slowing down. And like I said earlier, <laughs> like going through that emotional time, um, juicing was kind of grounding for me. And what I mean by that is, you know, grounding is when you do something really tactical, you uh, 
teeter to the earth. You can go outside, walk barefoot, just something to keep you grounded and tethered, right? And so the act of just putting fruits in the juicer and there's nothing else going on in the house. It's quiet and I'm just juicing and watching it, you know, trickle down from the juicer. And then I take a sip and it's like, oh, look what I just did for myself. Like, you know, it was almost a reward for <laughs> for what I was doing. And so I needed that um, that kind of like, woohoo, you go, girl, at the time, you know. And so it was just a really grounding experience, knowing that you are doing something to benefit, like that's actually adding to your life and not taking from your life because everything else is pulling at you and like draining you. But to know, you know what, I'm nourishing my body and that's important. And I am doing that with my own two hands right now. And just sitting in that moment gave me so much peace at that time when I didn't, I wasn't actually feeling very peaceful, you know? Yeah. I mean, the way you explain it, it makes a lot of sense because it's like you created a ritual for yourself yes. in it. And, um, and that how you describe the act, it, it allows you to become still, even if there's a million other things going around, like that little moment, whatever, maybe it's the 15 minutes that it takes to create the juice by the time you chop everything, <laughs> whatever, yeah. put it in. But like that is tactile that you use your body to do. And then you also give to your body yeah. as sort of like a gift in the morning. That's, I mean, it makes, it makes sense. And it, it's like whether it's juicing for somebody, obviously there's some additional benefits like the phytonutrients that you're going to absorb from that. But just like any sort of that kind of ritualistic thing in the morning or, or whenever, whenever really they yeah. can carve it out can be a real benefit, I think, um, for us, especially as you mentioned with like the amount of just crazy stimulation there is everywhere with all the social media and the, you know, everything all day long. Um, so I think that from like a holistic health perspective makes a lot of sense too. And I'm curious, could we just like touch, I would just love, you know, you're talking about the people you do this, like a group, a detox with, or you, um, and also the situation with your daughter from a, from a, like, seeing the different benefits, like the clarity some people received or the skin clearing, like this idea of maybe bringing down inflammation in the body. Um, can you talk a little bit more just over the course of your experience as an herbalist too, and a, um, health coach and someone who works with just like food as food as medicine. Can you talk a little bit about, um, perhaps inflammation and how you've seen maybe some of the holistic ways that you've um, been able to treat it for yourself, for your kid, for, for other people, just like what you've, ob I guess your observations in that um, and working with whole foods in that way. Yeah. It is such a beautiful thing to know that we have just about everything we need on this earth to heal our bodies. It is bizarre when you think about um, how healing um, food and herbs can be. Um, inflammation is a huge, huge thing. Um, and it's because of the American diet, right? So our diet is really, really poor and lacks nutrients. It is not a very nutrient dense diet that we have here in America. It's just not, um, there's fast food on every corner just about. Um, and so we don't realize that these things, uh, that we eat can cause these lifestyle diseases. A lot of people think that it's hereditary, like high blood pressure. It just, my mother had it, my grandmother had it, to, had it. So I guess I'm going to have it. And it's like, no, I want you to know that you don't have to claim that for yourself. I want you to know that is not, that does not have to be a part of your story. And with simple lifestyle changes, you can decrease your chances of ever experiencing that, right? And so I think the biggest part is educating people on the power that is fruits and vegetables and herbs and knowing that a lot of this is in your hands. You don't just have to lay back and accept whatever diagnoses you had because your grandmother had it or your mother or your father or whomever. Um, 
But again, because of our diet, because of the things that we eat on a regular basis, the high sugar, like you guys, sugar is the worst. <laughs> like of all the things, it's it's sugar. And we and even as far as like children are concerned, they are their attention spans are shorter. Um, they're being diagnosed with ADD again, ADHD, all these things. Um, and it's a lot of times speaking to other parents, once they make that dietary change, they can kind of see that subside. It's what they're eating, they're imbalanced in their nutrients. And so it's like, you're not feeding your brain what it needs in order to cooperate with you, right? You want to work with your body, not against it. And so granted, there will be circumstances that are beyond our, you know, capacity at any given moment. And you have to address that as it comes. But there are simple things like reducing the amount of sugar, reducing the amount of fried foods that you that you consume, um, dyes in food, like these Taki chips, like that was a big thing at once, like the kids eating Takis. And it's like, y'all, how do they get them that blue? I know it's not from spirulina. Okay. It's not spirulina that's making them blue. It's something else. And I don't think that's a good thing. And so, um, I have seen, again, like people really be able to change their lives with the simplest things. And they're so like surprised, like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe, <laughs> you know, I've got a normal blood pressure reading. I can't believe like my joints don't hurt when I'm going up and down the stairs because I've been drinking pineapple juice, which has bromelain in it, which is a anti-inflammatory and is known to reduce pain. But because people don't know that, they don't think to juice or eat pineapple. Um, and so, you know, my, my joint, my arthritis has calmed down a lot because I'm incorporating this into my lifestyle. And so, yes, on a regular basis, I have seen people, like I said, make these small changes, maybe incorporating juicing in their lifestyle, getting more rest. Um, that's a big one, getting more sun. Like mm -hmm. we spent a lot of time inside over the last few years. And so, that hit people hard from an emotional space. It hit me hard, you know? So now I'm working from home. So I have to be really intentional about going outside, getting some sun, getting some air. And so, yeah. Yeah, that's all really wonderful. And yeah, even I did not know that about pineapple and I have arm pain and shoulder pain. And I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to, I'm going to start incorporating more. I love pineapple. So yes. already I'm like, okay, right here. Um, yeah. sold. And I have like a two-parter question for you too, because okay. you do create so many different blends, right? Like you use spirulina and you, you really incorporate so many different things into your juices. And so I'm curious on part one, like what are some of your favorite blends or what are some things that you think most people would benefit from adding or starting with? But then my second question is because we mentioned sugar and I know sometimes juice gets a bad rap. A bad rap. Yeah. Right. Because they're like, well, it's just sugar. It's just sugar. And, and so I'd love it if you could maybe touch on that for, for anyone listening, who's curious about that as well. And then, and then, yeah, maybe talk about blends that everyone could really start to enjoy <laughs> or and benefit their overall health by adding. Okay. So I will speak to the second part first, which is the sugar. Um, all sugar isn't created equal, period. Refined sugar and sugar from fruit are two totally different things, right? And so I think a lot of, even the research that you read, I think the assumption is when people say, oh, I'm incorporating more juice is that they are buying it off the shelf. And that is very different from getting the fruits and vegetables from your local food, um, uh, fruit market or food market or going to uh, Whole Foods or something like that and doing it yourself. Um, yes, fruit contains sugar. And if you have um, an issue like diabetes, or if you have other ailment, oh, it's mostly diabetes, why a lot of people would be concerned. Um, there are ways and tricks and tips that you can incorporate juicing into your lifestyle that could work a little bit better for you because you might not want to er, spike your sugar with juice first thing in the morning. So like juicing a pineapple, um, 
may not be the best option for someone who is going through like diabetic uh, difficulties, right? And so they're, like I said, tips and tricks. So for one example is using a green apple instead of a red apple. So green apples are, um, they're much less in sugar as opposed to a red apple. Red apples are much sweeter and tastier and are yummy. But if you are concerned about your sugar intake, especially, like I said, if you are diabetic or if you're just conscious of that, you can reduce the amount of sugar with um, with um by substituting it with a green apple. Um, and so it's little things like that. I also like to tell people there is like the 80-20 rule. So 80% veggies, 20% fruit. If that that's a good rule of thumb to follow. Again, if you are concerned about sugar, um, so that's your leafy greens. Um, you might throw in an apple. It's gonna a green apple. That's gonna make your juice a little bit more tart because again, those Granny Smiths are not as sweet. They're kind of tarty. So um, if you are okay with that, with the taste of that, then that's perfectly perfectly okay. Um, so yeah, so that's on the sugar front, and I would encourage people to. Um, do a little bit of digging in regards to um, the sugar conversation. I have a couple of videos about that as well, where I go into more into depth about that specific thing. But all sugar is not created equal. Um, and sugar from fruits and vegetables is absolutely necessary in your diet. All the things, right? Your carbs, your protein, like it's about being balanced at the end of the day. It's all fuel. Food is fuel. Um, and that's why it's so important to put the right foods in your body so your body can use it properly. Um, as far as like my favorite recipes, one of the things I find very, very important is, again, getting those leafy greens in. People don't understand how like major key um, things like kale, cabbage for some people, um, collard greens are really great. Um, to juice with, although they can be bitter. So you have to watch how you pair that one. Um, spinach is okay, but spinach has ox something called oxalates in it. And so that could be damaging for people who have like kidney stones or if they're kidney stone prone, you want to kind of stay away from uh, spinach because it can trigger that. Um, so, but again, kale is a good option. Um, so I'm always going to choose a leafy green. I would likely throw an apple in there for for taste just because apple juice, apples makes everything taste really good. A lemon is great because that helps to fight bacteria in the gut as well. Um, so we have kale, apple, lemon, a cucumber because it's high in water content. It's super, super hydrating for you. Um, so I would throw that in there. And maybe a tidbit of ginger, because that's good for your, your tummy too. Um, and just to get that digestion and gut health rolling. So kale, cucumber, apple, lemon, ginger is a go-to for me. Oh, that sounds really delicious. <laughs> so like you're inspiring me to go juice. Okay, so here's the technical thing. I got myself... I don't juice all the time and I'm typically more of like, I enjoy making a smoothie a little bit more because it's, it's um like as you can do it more of as like a meal, but yeah. I did have a moment where I do really enjoy a juice from time to time. And the one you just said, oh my gosh, sounds so delicious. So I bought a juicer and okay. I use it occasionally. It's not the best of quality, but my question is this, when you're juicing, especially cause you juice on a professional level, <laughs> what do you have any sort of, um, I think sometimes it can be deterring for people because there's a lot of cleanup Yeah, and even if people can get over that, I mean, it's just not that much cleanup, but the pulp, do you have any creative ideas in what to do or how to use the pulp that you might not be using after you juice? Yep. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. I have a um, something that I'm doing for that exact thing soon, probably next week. But you said it, smoothies. So you can like when I juice strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, any berry, I will um, put it in like an ice mold and put it in the freezer. And so, the pulp I'm talking about, sorry. So if I take the pulp from any berries that I use, I'll put it into a ice mold, freeze it. And then when I make my smoothies, cause I, I love smoothies. I drank one probably 
daily. <laughs> um, and so I will take out one of those cubes that I've made, throw it in my smoothie and then, you know, put everything else. You can do that with your greens too. So if you juice any greens, um, especially like your kale, spinach, that kind of thing, you can put those in a mold, freeze them. And then when you're ready to make your smoothie, you can just throw a couple cubes in there and they're already, you know, done. And it's not like, it doesn't turn to ice per se. It's like a, it has the texture of a, I don't know how to really describe it, but it's not icy, but it is formed and it's cold and it's nice when you put it in the blender. Um, and so you can repurpose it that way. A lot of people, some people will do cookies, make cookies with them. Um, you can do breads. I've seen people do breads with them or with it, with the pulp. So there's many ways to repurpose it. People use it as like to put in their plants sometimes. So yeah. Mm -hmm. That's genius. Yeah. I love the ice thing. Cause I would then use it in the smoothies. So yeah. that's great. Thank you. Good, good little hot, hot tips for anyone juicing. Yeah. yeah I was like, okay, I'm going to ask a technical question too. I okay. think, right. Like, um, not barrier to entry, right. But a lot of juicers are really expensive and sometimes people are willing to invest maybe in one if they're like, yes, I'm ready to make juicing a priority of my life. But if yeah. you're just starting out, do you have any brands or any type of juicers that you would recommend for anyone listening who yes. are ready to juice? Absolutely. So, um, so I started, I'll say this, I started off with a juicer that I found on Amazon. It was not, anything amazing. It was pretty inexpensive. There's something called a centrifugal juicer and then there's masticating slow juicers. So I always, no matter the price point, will advise or recommend a masticating slow juicer, not a centrifugal juicer, okay? Masticating slow juicers um, don't use heat to, to um, get the juice out. And so when you use heat though, just so you know, when heat is used in the instance of a centrifugal juicer, it can oxidize the and compromise the nutrients that you're getting in your juice. And you don't want to do that. You want it as fresh as possible. And also with slow masticating juicers, um, you can store it for much longer. So centrifugal juicers, you can only store your juice for maybe 24 hours before it goes bad. With a slow masticating juicer, you can store it up to about 72 hours. So maybe up to about three days um, before it's like you need to throw it out. Um, so if you're going to, no matter the price point, always look, because you can probably get one with the same price, you know, but slow masticating is is going to be your better option. Also, um, I have a Kuvings juicer right now that I, that is my, that's Bay. Okay. You you can't tell me anything about Bay because she's amazing. Um, it's a Kuvings, uh, I use the Revo 830 whole slow juicer. That one's great. It's a little bit more advanced if you're ready to put a ring on it and commit. Okay. That's the one you want to go for. But Kuvings also has some juicers that are um, at lower, at different price points. If you're just kind of entering the game and you just want to see how you feel, you don't, you're not ready to really commit. You don't know how it's going to fit into your lifestyle, but you do want to get started. They also have some really good options too. Yeah. Thank you. That's really, really like technical questions, but very helpful. I'm sure for us and a lot of our listeners. Um, and I'm curious too, since you mentioned, right, like pineapple having really great effects, right. On joints and, and on pain and inflammation. Are there any other maybe things that you'd like people to know about other types of fruits and vegetables that can help with common ailments? Yeah. Oh, it's so many. Um, pomegranate is great for if you're suffering with high blood pressure. Um, that's something that can help decrease inflammation and help to lower, um, high blood pressure. Uh, also pomegranate is good for increasing sperm count. So if you are in your partner or looking to have a baby, then you might want, and you're having, you know, you want some help in that department, make sure all the soldiers go to where they need to go. You can grab some, <laughs> some pomegranate. They're not in season right now. So it might be a little bit hard to find. Um, cherries have something called tryptophan in it. Um, and so those are good for if you suffer from insomnia or if you're having a hard time like sleeping or calming down, relaxing, 
Um, tart cherry juice is really good for that. I like to combine it with a little bit of chamomile or passion flower tea. Um, and that can kind of help soothe you and relax. So, and also for anxiety too, stress. Um, another thing to that note, mangoes are really great. They call mangoes the happy fruit. Um, because it tends to boost your mood. So if you're going through any levels of, again, anxiety, depression, um, if you're just not feeling the best, you know, that um, mango is a really good fruit for that. Um, so many things. I could go on and on and on, but those are some common things. And inflammation in general, I know people will say, oh, this is good for inflammation. That's good for inflammation. They're all good. One of the benefits of fruits and veggies is that they are anti-inflammatory, most of them for the most part. So pick up anything. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, it's just such a good reminder that like food can be so like real whole foods can be so powerful and so medicinal. And as you said earlier, like, it's like, we have everything we need to really support our health. It's just become a difficult, a difficult world in which like, there's been so many sort of centuries or decades at least now of like disconnect from that, I think, and from our food source that, um, it's hard, it's hard to do. And it's not something we're all taught. And it's not something, as you said too, like sometimes there's this generational thing where it's like, oh, well it's genetic. So I'm bound to experience that. But as you pointed out beautifully, that's not necessarily the case. And so I know one of the things you talk about is like creating generational health. And yeah. so if, before we go into our wrap up, I would love you to just speak on, um, you, you talked a little bit about it with like kids in the neighborhood or, you know, your own uh, daughter, but is there any way that through your own observations and your own education that you've really seen, um, we can implement things just at our own kitchen table in our own home. What are some of the things that you suggest we can do to start building, um, habits that we can carry on generationally without, um, without creating like food issues? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, generational health. I, I, that is something that I'm really blessed and honored to, um, to impart on, on my lineage, you know, within my family, um, because we did not come from this life that I'm living. We didn't know, maybe my ancestors did, but not in my, you know, immediate uh, mother, grandmother, um, thing like that. So I feel really fortunate to have this knowledge. Um, and what I say to your question is invite the children in when you're in the kitchen, juicing, let them, let them help. Tell them, come in, let them, you know, put the apples in, let them taste how good it tastes. One of the cool things about apple juice is I did a comparison of store-bought apple juice and freshly pressed apple juice. And the difference in taste is like, crazy good. Like, you know, it's, it's crazy how much better fresh apple juice tastes, at least to me than the store-bought. And so, um, I did that with my daughter, you know, come on in, come to the table when I'm mixing herbs or blending herbal teas. I'm like, come see what I did. So come, I want you to witness what I just gave you. You know, you're taking it, you're drinking it, but I want you to know how to do it too and learn about it and smell it. What do you think? Is it, you know, is it pungent? Is it, sweet? Do you like it? Like just allowing them to be curious about it and being open to doing the work and researching and learning. I think the biggest thing is um, that is inviting them in. And even if you don't have children right now, if you have siblings, invite them in. Or when you have them over, or friends, you have them over, you let them taste test a juice that you made. Let them, you know, talk about it. We have to be more open and forthcoming with information and things that we're learning so that it can be passed down. Um, and so that is that is what I would say is to invite people in the kitchen, um, invite them into your home so that they can be a witness to what it is that you're doing. And inevitably they'll pick up on it. Just, you know, I have friends right now who are like, girl, I see you juicing on Instagram. What are you doing over there? You know, and just by way of them seeing me daily on 
social media, they're curious. They're like, yeah. oh, what's going on? What are you doing? Does it really work? You know, they might be skeptical at first, but once they see your consistency <laughs> and that you're doing it and it's affecting you and strangers that you don't know, they're more apt to be like, okay, I might try it, you know? So I think just, just each one, teach one, you know? I love that. I, it's so beautiful. And, you know, one day when I'm a parent, I will definitely be implementing that advice. And, and I love that you even bring it into like the community as well, because I think like generational health and community health, right? Like inviting people in and, um, teaching them and letting them be a part of what you're doing is so beautiful. So thank you so much for sharing that. And as we begin to wrap up, <laughs> we always conclude with three questions. And the first is, what is part of your self-care routine? What are some of your self-care non-negotiables every day? Journaling is self-care for me. Like I can couple journaling, prayer, meditation in one. That's like major um, self-care for me is eating a really, really good meal and watching some really not like garbage TV, like, you know, just to relax, you know, it's like balance in life, right? Good, healthy, nutritious meals, something that makes me feel really good. And then watching some trash TV for an hour and then going about my business. One of the things I plan to watch tonight is the Bridgerton spinoff for Queen Charlotte or something. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> that's a part of my self-care routine and just spending some quiet time. Um, and ooh, self-care. I like to get massages. That's nice too, you know? And that's a little bit like more on the costly, like spend money side. But I do, it is nice again to just have some time to like zone out and be on the receiving end of, <laughs> of something, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. The second wrap-up question we always ask is, what does being courageous mean to you? Oh, being courageous to me means feeling fear and doing it anyway. I think people think courage is not feeling any apprehension, any fear, any anything, but I don't believe that. I think people who are courageous and have courage feel those things and push anyway. So yeah. that's what it is. Gosh, I love it. I love all your answers so much. <laughs> and that's why I'm going to have to ask before I conclude with the last official one. But what is your astrological sign? Ooh, I'm a Sag. You're I'm a Sagittarius. Sag. I'm a Scorpio moon. And I am a Gemini rising. Wow. Ooh, Scorpio moon, you're deep. <laughs> deep. <laughs> and we're recording this on the Scorpio lunar eclipse. So you're feel I'm sure you're feeling a lot right now. Um, no, I had to ask my husband's a Sagittarius, but I just felt so aligned with so many of your self-care answers that I was like, I'm a Libra, but I was like, what is her sign? So anyway. Yeah. Um, and I love that, you know, your big three it just warms yes. my heart so much. <laughs> Allie's an Aries. So she's triple Aries. Yep. So I have a lot of Aries in my life. Yeah. A lot of yeah. People, some of my best people are Aries. Sag and Aries. I think uh, we're similar. Like we, we have similar. fire. Yeah. It's the fire, but I think it's just like also like similar sort of different versions of sort of like the same way of looking at things. I mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Good. Sign. Um, Okay. Um, so final wrap up question. Okay. <laughs> the official final one is, do you have a book that has been particularly impactful to you on any topic? It can be fiction, nutrition, anything, um, but that you'd like to recommend to our audience. Y'all there's so many. I read a lot. Um, I would say one of the most impactful and this is a really basic one, really easy read, but really resonated with me. It's called The Four Agreements. Oh, yeah. Have you guys read that? Uh, yeah, I've. Yeah, I. Yeah. The Four Agreements is like a it's not about food or nutrition, so I don't want to get your hopes up there. But it is a really great book um, just to have as a guide for life. Mm -hmm. Um 
And I reference it often. It's something that I could probably read on a yearly basis and still be like, ooh, that was good. Ooh, that's a good nugget to remember this year or this month or whatever. So the four agreements have really inspired me and impacted me in a really great way. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here today, sharing all your knowledge with us. And um, if anybody wants to find you, follow you, work with you, where can they do that? Yes. So I am on Instagram, TikTok. I'm not dancing. I'm just doing juice recipes. Okay. And yeah. Um, And YouTube um, at getwellwithl.com not.com. It's just at get well with L. I don't know where I was going with that, but if you want to reach out to me, that's where I am at get well with L E L L E. Thank you. L. It was a pleasure having you today. Of course. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of courageous wellness. Tune in every Wednesday for a new episode featuring a different guest each week subscribe, rate, and write us a nice review. And you can also follow us on Instagram at Courageous Wellness or get in touch via our website, www.courageouswellness.net, where you can also find additional info about our health coaching services, virtual group events, newsletter, and more. Until next week, I'm Allie. And I'm Erica and we're Courageous Wellness.